Welcome to Dream Team. It's all fun and games. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little carried away there. Hey, you, uh, you hit that though, with your hair. Welcome in. See, he's he's in the jungle. We ain't in the jungle, even though it's hot. Hotter, hotter shit. Yeah. Huh? So, uh, but yeah, welcome into Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we are, you know, playing a little, playing a little hurt right now. Got got a few people out. Um, got a guy in Vegas. Got a guy in Vegas. Hector's in Vegas teaching uh, kids how to how to create gifs. Gifs, their gifs. That's why I said gifs. Uh, Chris, uh, I think he's uh, somehow. I think he got so high he went back in time. I don't know. He's sleeping somewhere, I think. Uh, yeah. If, if he were to time travel, I think he'd tr- like travel back and just sleep. Mm-hmm. Jose is just been spending time with his uh, championship belt. Joshua Chowder Fleetner is there's a dinosaur convention, so he couldn't make it. So you get the two of us, Derek and Hugo. Hugo and Derek. We're just gonna be a dynamic duo today. Hugo Bertard on the mic. I, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, maybe you could play that best friend song, the the one that, uh, what was it, from Mario Party? From Mario Party? Back in the day. I don't know if I remember that one. No? Uh-uh. Like, all the Mario characters were, like, running out in the, like, on a field, like, holding hands with the best friend song. <laughs> no? Someone remembers that. I think it was Mario I'm Party. I'm pretty sure you're making this up. That's but, Hugo. but what it do, peeps? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the host, Derek Escabel, and you know we're just gonna go ahead and uh, do a little Legion of Doom, Some Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys. We're just gonna tag team it today. It's tag team, tag team, all right. Coming um, for the belts. Yeah, they they didn't show up, so we just gotta gotta have just gotta do it. Gotta, gotta do it on our own. Gotta get the tables. Yeah. But yeah, welcome in. Uh, we were trying to figure out the news. There really isn't any news. Other um, than something that I thought of was that rookie defensive tackle for Minnesota. Oh, he getting shot four times. Got shot four times. Uh, he think it was like I know he got shot in the ass. I know that was one of them. Uh, but yeah, that's that's uh. Was that they're, bad boys? <laughs> they're saying wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Hopefully that's that's the case. I don't know if I want to say hopefully. I don't want anybody getting shot. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's it's um, crazy that uh, he didn't really sustain any like major injuries or anything. He won't need surgery. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean that's some crazy shit. That it is. Um. Some people got arrested. Did they get arrested for it? Uh, no, like I'm oh. saying NFL players. I saw one of the Cardinals rookies got arrested. 
And then, uh, fuck, who was it from the Chiefs? They had, like, a Uzi in their car. I don't know on that one. God damn it. I'll have to circle back. Yeah. But get your shit together. Come on. You're fucking pros. Yeah. And then uh, Carl Nassib came out as gay. Uh, had a discussion there. Not because we don't care. But, you know, like, it shouldn't be news. It's on Pride Month. Yeah. It's just good. Love who you want. And I, I, heard, uh, I heard today that he's the number one selling... Yeah. Jersey since, well, since yesterday, since he came out about it. That he is. Um, I I personally, I really dislike Carl Nassib, but not because he's gay, but because he's a Raider. Uh, so. He's also kind of annoying on Hard Knocks. Wasn't he on Hard Knocks? He was. He was the one that was, like, teaching people all the, the financial stuff. So. Yeah, we don't need that shit. Yeah. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Spend your money. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's not really news. Uh, you, not fantasy. You got any news? You got anything going on? Um, I saw that Captain America made some news today. Uh, the Bengals coaches are saying running back Chris Evans has some of the best hands that they've ever seen out of the running back position. Okay. Uh, that goes along with the news that they said Mixon will not be a three-down back this year. You know, you never know with coaches what they're they're really speaking the truth or not but but chris evans he's a smaller back right he's like a well that's what he did in college yeah like that third down role um i guess look look out for him if you're in dynasty leagues Mm -hmm. uh he could still be out there in waivers another popular ad in dynasty is noah gray the rookie tight end for the chiefs uh Mm -hmm. travis kelsey was speaking highly of him Saying that, you know, he's come in right away and he's not even seemed like a rookie. He's picked everything up and been working well. But who knows with that? They run so many, like, multiple receiver sets. I don't know if he'll see the field all that much. Yeah. But, yeah, you never know. I mean, they spread the ball around a lot in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keep an eye on it. I don't think it necessarily will be anything super important, but... I have some news. You have some news? I think your boy might have broke his elbow yesterday. That's, I want to get to the why here in a second, but is it the left elbow? Left elbow. My left elbow has been bugging me. And I don't know why. You, you my twin though? I don't know. It may nah, it might have been hurting for a couple of days, so no. Mine, well, mine just started, started hurting yesterday, but it had like that burning feeling like when my foot was broken. Mm-hmm. But I still went to the gym, hit the bench, doing some tricep stuff too. Yeah, I think I just slept on mine. <laughs> I think that's what's I, wrong with mine. But the the crazy shit is, is like I don't know how the fuck it happened. I don't know. Got got that tennis elbow. Right. I'm hoping, cause your boy self-employed over here. Self-employed. I'm gonna have to go to a holistic place and have them rub that some sage on me. No benefits. Right. <laughs> so yeah, rub, rub something on my elbow. If you guys wanna. You know, make this podcast big so we can, you know, get some benefits around here. Hook your boy. Uh, just, you know, go like, uh, share, subscribe, you know, give us a rating on, on Apple. Just do a lot of things that, you know, would help us out. You sound like those kids on videos where they're always like, like and subscribe. Yeah, come check out our TikTok page. 
There ain't nothing on there yet. I, I tried, yet. I, Derek. I tried to find it. I couldn't even find it. It's because there's nothing on there yet. Mm-hmm. I have some videos planned. It's just just getting to them, all right, okay. and seeing if the rest of the team wants to show up here every once in a while. Yeah. Fucking assholes. So, uh, but yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and uh, get into it. It's the slow part of the year, but you know that doesn't stop you from <clears throat> making dynasty trades. Doesn't stop from. Uh, Trying to just make moves. You don't want to make bored moves. Don't don't trade because you're bored. End up messing up your team that way. But yeah, you gotta try to be strategic. Mm-hmm. Hugo's claiming that we might get a trade done live on air, uh, but I'll at least put an offer. Out I there. don't know if it's gonna happen. We'll see. All right, an offer will be on the table. Hopefully, last time he offered me Greg Olson and Todd Gurley. For Travis Kelsey. It's not good. All right. Greg Olson's retired too. Yeah. And Gurley retired last year. He still played, but he was pretty much retired. So uh I mean I feel like that was a good a good offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh should we talk about trades first or we should talk about like uh super flexes and two quarterback leagues first? Yeah. Let's touch on it since okay. since we've been on some super flex lately. Yeah, so we I think we mentioned it last week. We're trying to do super flex so we can uh, get a little bit more experience in all the leagues, give you a little bit better advice for all of them. Super flex, pretty much where you have an extra flex spot that you could put a quarterback in. More than likely, you will be putting a quarterback in just because mm-hmm. they may get the most points. So therefore, quarterbacks are more valuable than 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 any of the other positions in super flex two quarterback leagues. So. Um, yeah, it's it's not common to see like first round like all quarterbacks or like yeah we, Christian McCaffrey maybe we did one recently and it was like first four picks I think were all quarterbacks and then Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. so yeah it's just you know you just gotta gotta adjust your strategy for those type of leagues because you know quarterbacks they put up the the bigger points you know on a more consistent basis so um, yeah. Especially if you're doing like dynasty ones, like you got to try to find uh, some like some guys that are gonna be like relevant for a while. Yeah, uh, there is superflex redraft, two quarterback redraft league. So you know, just if you're joining a league, especially if it's kind of like a random one, make sure you <clears throat> check out the rules and the roster settings before you get to the draft day. Just be prepared at all times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just. That's just a whole different one. You know, you're going to have a lot of players that are good players last a lot longer. Hugo was picking at the 12 spot out of 12 teams and uh, managed to come away with Delvin Cook and Elvin Kamara. I mean, if you've played fantasy for any amount of times, you know there's no chance of them ever lasting that long in a regular draft. So, hey, And one of them could be available to you. To me specifically, you talking yeah. to, to everybody else. <clears throat> to you. Oh, okay. Like any of them? You, you like either of them? I, I like them both. Who you like They're better? They're both fantastic players. <laughs> I think I like Delvin a little bit better. So uh, he's giving me the look right now. Okay, what what do you think about giving me Here your boy, go. your boy Swift? Okay. Jerry Judy. Okay. For Cook. I'll I'll throw in uh, Curtis Samuel, but you gotta give me Jonu Smith. Oh, 
you're just going to come after two of my boys like that. But you did throw in my boy Curtis Samuel, too. You were saying you, you like him. You wanted him. I do really like Curtis Samuel, right? That's just it's my boy. So, I don't know. That one's tough. Think about it. Think I about it. Think about that one. Didn't think you were going to be throwing in Judy into that one. <laughs> feel like it's pretty even. It's, it's, a, it's a decent... It's not bad. It's a decent trade. It's not bad. Let, let's talk about some other trades, though, while you think about it. Okay. All right. So, in one of my uh, super flex leagues, I drafted Saquon with the first pick. I just got rid of him. Yeah. Got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Apparently, nobody on this podcast likes Saquon because... <laughs> He's been on Chris's trade block thing since he was at Penn State, mm-hmm. and now you're trading him any chance you get. So uh, I, tell, I, us, tell us more, though. I got Clyde, I got Javante Williams, and I got a 2023 first-round pick. Okay. What you think about uh, it? I, I like it. Um, I definitely, you know, you. it's hard because it's like I think I still personally believe Saquon is the most physically gifted running back in the league. But it's just hard because you haven't really seen much from him, you know, in the last two years, really, because of the injury. Uh, but you're getting <clears throat> Clyde Edwards. You know, he had a disappointing rookie year for some people. I, um, I was going to say, it was only disappointing because of the hype he had going in. Yeah, he got up in the first rounds of a lot of redraft leagues. But... He's 22 years old, and he just turned 22 in April. So, really young guy. I think Javante is 21, yeah. too. So, it's like you're getting two really good young running backs. And then Saquon, let's see, I believe he's 25 at this point. I think he's 24. But, uh, like. Yeah, he is 24, so. So, for me, like, I like Saquon. I'm a big Saquon fan. Mm-hmm. But, um,. This is the first year that I've ever had him in fantasy. Like, I've... And I I get him in almost, like, all my leagues. And I'm drafting, like, middle towards the back end. So, I'm like... I'm, I'm just used to not having Saquon. And if I could get, in a dynasty league, like, two... Like, two solid backs that are... Or two potentially sol- solid backs mm-hmm. that are on their rookie deals that I could probably flip later... Like I'm gonna do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's yeah, it's just hard. I know, it's just people. A lot of people just don't know what to do with Saquon right now. Uh, he tore his ACL. It was like ACL, MCL, and meniscus mm-hmm. in week two, but he didn't get surgery till like mid to late October. So yeah, because he's he didn't practice or didn't participate in any of the mini camps. Yeah, so... He should be good for training camp. Should be. I see that 24 years, and I'm I'm a little... I don't know. But you got two good young running backs and a first. I don't think you can really... I don't think there's... I think both are winners in that case. I I think in that league... um, I'm kind of hoping, because the team that had... Or that I traded them to... Mm -hmm. uh, Doesn't really look like like it's going to be a contender. Like, it's like a middle-of-the-pack, bottom-of-the-pack team. Yeah, so. 
But I mean, it would be better if it was a 2022, but 2023, it's definitely a, uh, you know. From what I've heard, it's a stacked class. And 20, and here's the thing is, is um, rookie picks become a little bit more valuable in super flex leagues just because, you know, quarterbacks in regular leagues will, unless you have a really good one like Trevor Lawrence, most of them fall to like the second round. So, you know, but in super flex leagues, they're going at the top. So, you know, you're getting really good players pushed back a long ways. Like I've seen Jamar Chase go anywhere from, you know, sixth pick to eighth pick. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, it's, it's definitely, you know, valuable to have first round picks in super flexes. But yeah, trades. Um, We talked about getting, possibly getting rid of Derrick Henry on a previous episode. And in one of my leagues, did unload Henry, kind of similar. I gave him a second and a third round pick for Antonio Gibson and Clyde edwards Uh, You know, Henry's gonna be a beast this year, but I'm hoping for those two young backs to be good for three, four plus years. Where yeah, it's I, like I don't know if Henry's gonna be in the league that long with the amount of work that he's getting. Yeah. I, I think that that's the name of the game in Dynasty is trying to get rid of your players when when you could get something out of them. Yeah. We talked about Todd Gurley, how I'm stuck with him on my bench. Like, I could drop him, but... I'm but just, there's always that possibility of him signing somewhere with, like, an injury or something like that. I'm loyal as fuck. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> but... Yeah, there's just there's just a lot that goes into it. Redraft <laughs> trades are a little bit more straightforward. Um, I feel like in terms of the trades with redraft, you're looking like last year, you try and cash out on Sammy Watkins' big week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, try and cash out on like, you know, a player that you have on your bench that, you know, blew up. And, you know, there's times where you're going to mess up and that player's going to be good for the rest of the year. But oftentimes you're you're getting more value for yeah, them. You, and that's why you got to be on your game. Like, you got to be paying attention. and Yeah, don't be the guy that just, you know, oh, I don't really want to do waivers. I don't want to do trades, you know. Be active. Be ready. Exactly. Um, and I said guys, but guys or gals, you know. So it was more of just all encompassing so my bad on that one though uh <laughs> in in another trade i i also traded in a different league saquon again oh. for, i got edwards Alaire, deontay johnson in the first and it's the 105 okay. for a rookie and i have 107 in so, this year's rookie yeah oh so Interesting. so i'll be getting um i'm hoping for pits because it's a tight end premium league mm. so i'm hoping he falls to number five i'm gonna say doubtful on that one but i know but i it, i gotta take the chance yeah um it's that one's hard that one is hard i know i and on that one i think i'm pretty solid on running back too i have uh gibson mixon and then james robinson which damn you're just getting all the sins right yep all the sons. Which I think uh, you should be trying, like, if you're in a dynasty league, you should be trying to get uh, Robinson. 
um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Because it's like young backs that uh, had, well, one of them had a disappointing-ish season. Mm-hmm. So his value isn't that great right now. I think he's going like third or fourth round. Yeah, people are really out on him. And it's like, you shouldn't be. I know the expectations are what brought him down. but Yeah, and then James Robinson's also fucking 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And so he's gonna he's gonna have a career. He could get traded. He could still be a a one two. It could be like a Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb type. Yeah, of thing. I'm, I'm wa- I've been watching a lot of uh, James Robinson tape, and he's too good to be just a bench player. Yeah. I don't I don't see him not getting used. So, like in the league that I'm in right now, or drafting right now. I'm like you now. I'm in like 27 leagues also. Hey, don't come at me for that one. I I didn't do it. So, but I got James Robinson in the eighth round. Yeah, like some value, guys. I'll, I'll take that. Some value. Um, but you, you were talking about Clyde Edwards. He still had 800, 800 rushing yards last year on only 181 carries. Um, so you know, usually the guys that get over 200 carries are are the thousand yard rushers. There was some injuries, and you know he he missed a couple games too, right? Yeah. And then the offensive line in Kansas City was banged up. Mm-hmm. They brought in the failed Le'Veon Bell project, mm-hmm. and you know Daryl Williams was getting some carries too. So there's 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 still plenty of high expectations for Clyde Edwards there. Plenty of upside. Yeah. So. And then he's a receiving threat mm-hmm. with fucking Patrick Mahomes, like. For another four years, hopefully. Yeah, I don't definitely. Because, yeah, they picked him in the first round, so he's got that fifth-year option. So keep your eyes out on him. If he slips to your third round, you might be getting a value this year. Value. What What about our trade, the trade that we did make this year? Oh, we did make a trade in the, the middle the of the The first draft. ever trade that I've made with Derek. Is that the first ever? Yeah. First ever ever? First ever ever. Oh, I've made a trade with you and Hector now. I don't think I've ever made a trade with Chris because Chris don't like to trade. <laughs> no matter what I give offer I give him, it's it's not good enough. He needs running backs, Derek. <laughs> he needs running backs, but yet he's giving up the one running back he has. He makes no sense to me. Um So our trade was <clears throat> you got JK Dobbins, C D Lamb, and that was it, right? Yeah, it was a two for two. And I got A.J. Brown and Joe Mixon. Yep. I feel uh, like it's pretty even. I think, you know, in terms of dynasty, I should be getting the better running back. Mm-hmm. And in terms of dynasty, you should be getting the better receiver. A lot of shoulds there. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's We'll have to wait and see. I've, I I tweeted it out, but I have a C.D. Lamb problem. Um, I just can't quit the guy and it's just it's I he needs to succeed <laughs> otherwise my dynasty teams how many shares do you have of this man I want to say probably over 75% of my my teams <laughs> have CD on them I, I traded for Z, CD too in one of my leagues straight up for Kittle the three dynasty ones that we've done Pretty sure I haven't been every single one. Um, yeah, I just 
CD is just it's CD and Swift. Those are those are my guys that I'm banking on, and I need at the very least one of them to succeed. Yeah, I know. but I think both of them will. I'm I'm like the same way with AJ Brown, but I only have him in like probably like ten percent of my leagues. He's a little harder to get, especially this year. Especially uh, yeah, because he's going like early to mid second. Um, and I like to get running backs. Mm-hmm. Like I think in the league that that we traded, I got two running backs, and then I got Dobbins in the third. You did. You took CD and Dobbins third and fourth. I took AJ Brown in the second. I I don't even remember who my other running backs were. I don't either. Well, now you have Mixon, but Mixon. Let me just jump on that real quick. So yeah, I don't know. I just trades, trades. They are what they are. Um, I especially kind of. It's harder now that uh, we have a podcast because. Where people hold this against me. Um, I don't even know what league that was. I in. think I had like three or four people threaten to draft CD, uh, <laughs> just because they know how much I love the guy. Oh, that's the one that I got. Fucking Alvin and Delvin. Yeah, Alvin and Delvin. And fucking J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, you started out with a crazy. It was a super flex, so you didn't have no quarterbacks, but <laughs> like James Robinson with the big run right there. Yeah, go so. get that guy. Hey, hey, Delvin Cook, though. There's Delvin. What are you thinking, Derek? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Keep thinking. I'm thinking. All right, what uh, about, uh, should we transition? Let's transition. Because, you know, we've been, we've talked a lot about JK and CD and Antonio and, Gibson and, you know, a lot of these second-year guys. Um, and as we saw last year, some of these second-year guys just – Absolutely blew up. You know, Justin Jefferson set the rookie receiving yards record. You know, uh, CeeDee Lamb was very impressive. I feel like there's a third receiver that was really good that I'm missing out on right now. Can't think of him right now, but... Claypool was pretty good. Claypool, Brandon Ayuk. Um, Ayuk was good. Uh, you know, and then the running backs you had. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson. There was just a lot to like about last year's draft class. But there were some one, some guys that disappointed in their rookie year. So we're going to talk about them and see if we believe in them second year-wise. I feel like we've already touched on Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and we yeah. both believe in him yeah, uh, to bounce back, if you can even call it that. So I know, because like, people were saying it was a disappointing season, but... I, I still feel like rookie running back, like that's pretty that's pretty good, I think. Man, that's pretty good. Uh I can't think of a running back that was really like fully disappointing. Um Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't yeah, think I was we gonna should say, even really talk about him. The dude you drafted in the second round in our league, Derek? First round? It was first round. Oh damn, you should've just shouldn't have corrected me. It was before Leonard Fournette signed, so um yeah, that Ronald was, Jones wasn't really doing too great. I, I've never been, I've never been a believer in Ronald Jones. So never I thought had Keyshawn Vaughn, but yeah, it just didn't really work out um, in any way. So that that was really the only, the only running back that I guess had 
like decent expectations. Like you'd expect him to be in the lineup at least. Yeah, because AJ Dillon was drafted kind of high, but it was you know I think the expectations were he was gonna be, you know, sitting behind Aaron Jones, and you know people still that- thought Jamal Williams was gonna get carries, but even he at the end of the year really turned it on. So I know that that's where I don't know like what's going on over there because. Like, he looked pretty promising towards the end of the season. And they spent that money on uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, some weird stuff out of Green Bay. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we should. I don't think there's really any running back. So, this is going to be mainly a primarily receiver. Receiver. And uh, we'll go ahead and actually start with somebody who we've kind of talked about before. At the quarterback position. And that's going to be. Tua Tagovailoa. I think I've made my statement pretty clear. I do not believe in Tua. I am out on Tua, so I I just I just can't get on board. I just didn't see anything last year that gave me confidence, and even just the fact that like in cr- crunch time they were pulling him for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just thought you were going to say in crump time. Crump time, too. Uh, can't crump without that Fitzpatrick beard. But, yeah, I, and just wasn't connecting on any deep passes. <clears throat> I don't. I didn't see enough from the running ability to give me fantasy value. So, I, you know, I'm personally, I don't think there's a bounce back for Tua. I think Mariota 2.0. Yeah, I'm like, I'm... In the other boat where I'm, and I think it's because I was on record saying that Tua was going to have a better career than Joe Burrow. And right now, ask me how many teams I have Tua on. Uh, I'm going to guess it's between zero and zero. I have one. Oh, one. Okay. So I, 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 I de- was wrong. I definitely have more Joe Burrow shares than Tua. Um, but... I don't know, man. I I think they they tried to bring in weapons, and um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it pays off. Yeah, I he he did look like a deer in headlights, though. Like uh, a lot of the times that like, you could see that he was kind of uncomfortable. Like when you look at him in Alabama compared to like seeing him play in Miami. I mean, when he got to Alabama, his first game action was in the national championship. And, and he, he was shi- beast. And he shined there. Yeah. I, and then I don't know if it's, it was the hip, but last year he just did not look comfortable. He just... He he did make some good throws, but uh, like nothing consistent to where you were like, damn, this dude's going to be a problem. Yeah, Drew Locks made some good throws. Um, So I think yeah. you can find a quarter, any quarterback and... Make a highlight out of a couple throws. So yeah, I mean they they've been a quarterback their whole life. Like, yeah, I just can't with Tua. Um, you know, I just it's like Herbert and Burrow. Do and Do that. you feel like uh, Herbert and Burrow? Um, I don't know. Do you think either of them have like there might be a chance that they do the opposite of their first season where they uh, digress, where they don't show any improvements? I mean, I think there is a possibility for both of them just because Herbert had 
an outstanding year like crazy year to like fully so it's like it's hard to go up from there yeah i mean uh we were talking about superflex and superflex leagues like uh burrows or i mean uh herbert's going like top five yeah so it's like he had like 38 touchdowns last year and yeah he'll probably be around that range just mainly because there's an extra game but it's 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 definitely hard to see him going up from there i mean he'll get a full season with austin eckler hopefully so that should help him but other than that they pretty much have like you know most of the same i mean they have a really upgraded offensive line Mm -hmm. but the weapons are pretty much the same so i i don't i foresee him more as you know similar to last year which even if he's a little bit lower it's not a disappointment and then Burrow, I could see him having a slow start just because of the the ACL injury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got to see what happens with that offensive line. They chose to go chase, chase over Sewell. So. I don't know. I've been seeing some videos of, like, camp and stuff where Chase looks fucking good. I think he'll be. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a beast. Uh, so, I, I don't I don't see, foresee either one of those guys really taking a step back though so uh chris isn't here you know he likes to call sophomore slumps but i'm not willing to do that for those guys for quarterbacks now i I feel like like all three of those guys should be having better seasons than their first year yeah uh since we didn't talk about any running backs having bounce back is there anyone that you can see having a letdown uh swift you think Swift, or are you just trying to say Swift so you can get a, a deal here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, like, long-term, I think Swift's solid, man. But um, this year, I don't know. I don't think. I, I just can't see it. And this is not me just being biased because he's my boy. Hawkinson's the only weapon really there, like, receiving threat. Everybody else is, like, question marks. And that's like, rejects. Why, and that's why he's a receiving threat in that aspect. And then it's just, like, they played Adrian Peterson so much last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they could play Jamal Williams. It's a different coaching staff overall, but I just can't see him. He was getting, like, below 50% of uh, snaps last yeah. year for most of the games. I just don't see that happening this year. Uh, but, like... I think the one that scares me a little bit, and not because of talent or anything like that, is just uh, Antonio Gibson, because they've continued to say that the turf toe that he had last year is, you know, might linger on. So that one scares me a little bit. I mm. think you know if that becomes a factor towards the beginning of the season, he could definitely have a letdown year. But, what do you think about like Acres too? I personally like Akers. I'm huge on his breakout, just mainly because of the playoff games. Um, so I, I don't see a world where that that happens. Rams have a good offensive line, good offense, and good defense. It's usually, you know, makes for a good run game. So yeah, especially if they're playing with the lead, like yeah, dudes gonna be getting touches. So I I don't believe Akers will. I think. Jonathan Taylor, I think he'll have a good solid year no matter what, so I don't think it'll be a letdown. It might be a letdown in terms of draft capital, just where he's being selected, because mm-hmm. I've said I feel like it's too high, but 
I don't see him finishing the worst like running back 15 so uh, what do you think about uh Dobbins this year I am all in on Dobbins because that team runs and they run a lot he was averaging over five yards per carry last year and I, I just, I think Gus Edwards is going to eat into his value a little bit. But yeah, I was going to say they, they gave him a two year deal, so you know that they want him there and they want him. He's such, such a talented, getting the workload, such, such a talented running back. I think Gus Edwards could easily go start for a place <clears> like you know, in Arizona, New York Jets, Buffalo, Miami, Buffalo. Like there's plenty of teams he could start for. So I think he's gonna, you know, some games take away value from Dobbins, but think there's gonna be enough value in that run game especially since they're saying that sammy Watkins has looked the best so far as the receiver so <laughs> that, really? that scares me yeah fuck um uh, but i just drafted bateman it's, it's in that mini, league it's mini camp so you never know uh, but we'll go to the receivers do you see anyone having a letdown before we get to the bounce backs having a letdown for me i feel like chase Clay, claypool um over all the receivers that, over all the rookies from last year, I feel like uh, them bringing back Juju, having uh, Deontay there. Um, now Najee. Yeah, Najee there too. Pat Fermuth. Yeah, like there's significant targets that are uh, going to be spread it elsewhere. Yeah, definitely can see that. And so that, this is like, you don't know what. Big Ben, you're gonna be getting. Yeah, he's getting older. Unless you're Tom Brady, you never really get better as you age. How old's Big Ben? He has to be like 38, something 39. Like because I think Rivers was 37, right? And he just retired, and they were the same class. Mm-hmm. So, God damn, quarterbacks be playing, man. They they're playing fucking long ass careers. That they are. That's why, like. Oh, yeah, another person to go get in fucking Dynasty League. Go get Deshaun Watson. He's actually 39. 39? Yeah. Damn. Uh, so, his name is Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger Sr. But go get some Ben Watson. In your, or ben, no, ben, not, not Ben. Not Ben Watson. Deshaun Don't Watson. Don't get Ben Watson. Uh, yeah. 25. If he it's misses a, this it's year. It's a risk. If he misses this year, you still have a 26-year-old quarterback. Who was in dynasty leagues before the accusations? Number two behind fucking uh, Mahomes. Yeah, he. It's just like hard because you got. It depends on the owner or the manager of the team because it's like. I have Watson in one league and I just got an offer for uh, Watson for Derek Carr straight up. So it's like people are just trying to see if people are panicked and think he's never going to play it down again. Yeah. Uh, I've been putting mad offers for Deshaun, (laughs) like in all my leagues. Yeah, so it's just kind of, it's seeing what's going to happen with him. So. But what do you think about receivers? Like, that's the main one that I see being a disappointment. Um, But in terms of bounce back. I am starting to kind of buy into the Henry Ruggs yeah. bounce back just because of the lack of weapons in uh, Vegas. almost said Oakland, but 
Yeah, I just I think he, you know, if he can't do it this year, I don't know if he ever is. Yeah. But last year, 26 catches for 452 yards and two touchdowns. Trash. Not good enough at all, especially for a first-round pick. First receiver picked. First receiver overall taken it's over CD and Jefferson. So, if you think this Raiders team would be wouldn't be better with those guys, um, they definitely would have. So they, they just have to find a way to use them better. Yeah, he just just wasn't. He get the ball in that dude's hands. Got to get more screens. Got to get more you know drag routes. Yeah, like, rub routes. Like if you go back and watch his college highlights. Like, wherever you get him the ball, he's a fucking threat. Yeah, he was that type to take a slant and go 80 yards to the house, so. So, get your shit together, Vegas. Uh, What do you think about uh, Rager? That was your boy coming into last year. uh, I hate to say it was. He he had more catches, more yard, no, less yards, but uh, 31 catches. 396 yards. He did miss. And one touchdown. He did miss a lot of time. I don't know. If I just um, might be out on him again this year. You know, they're turning it over to Jalen Hurts, who, you know, is going to throw the ball, but he's going to be a, a run Dual quarterback. Threat. Yeah. And then they added Devontae Smith, who... He's in to be He the just knows one. how to, how to get open. Yeah. And then you also have Dallas Goddard there, who is going to probably be the number two. I I honestly feel like that helps Rager though. Like it helps him, but I think for where he's going in drafts, kind of like my OBJ thing. Uh, he's going late as fuck. Take a chance. If it's a best ball league, I'm definitely willing to take a chance and. I don't think we ever explained it. <coughs> Best ball is. Um, I haven't joined any of those. I haven't. Either. I've really haven't either. But it's a league where you pretty much pick your your team, but then you don't have to do anything else for the rest of the season. Pretty much your best players get put into your starting lineup. It's basically it's based off projection, right? No, or... so it's based off of results. Oh, so if you have. DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas as your two receivers, but you have like Marvin Jones and he goes off for a crazy week, they'll automatically put Marvin Jones into your starting lineup. So, fuck, that's tough. Yeah. So, if it's one of those, I think there's been going to be a couple weeks where he has maybe a two touchdown game off of two deep balls, but overall, I'm not willing to take that risk on in regular redraft leagues just because I don't, I wouldn't know when to start him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm out on I, Rager. I, I think the like one thing about him, though, that's like the wild card is returns. Because he's actually pretty good at kick and punt returns. So Yeah, but unless he scores a touchdown, that doesn't do really much for you in fantasy. I know. Uh, we'll talk about Jerry Judy because he was kind of a, a disappointment. I feel like breakout. Not because I'm a Bronco fan. But because he has Cortland Sutton there, healthy. Um, if Teddy Bridgewater plays, they've had a hell of a connection. So I feel like if Bridgewater plays, like Judy fucking to the moon, like he's gonna fucking blow up. 
but yeah, I don't know. It's it's still pretty questionable. Fifty two catches, eight hundred and fifty six yards, three touchdowns. So you want to see the touchdowns go up, want to see the receptions go up, and if those two things go up, the yards will automatically go up. But he was you know somewhat close to a thousand yard season last year. So I'm I'm definitely with you that he could be and he was getting targets like he he got mad targets so yeah his season would be a lot different if he caught like four of the seven drops he, he had he, against the Chargers yeah I'm like that he had like two games where you could tell his confidence was like not fucking there but it's just not even that it's just the separation even on the ones he's not getting the targets there's was sometimes because we're bronco fans we get to watch it a little bit closer yeah you're he's, like he's Fuck. wide open making dbs look look dumb but he's just not getting the targets yeah so i think you know he's just i think he is if the quarterback play can be average he should be good for fantasy uh, let's see who else we could talk about. The guy that uh, apparently his team is really high on. I'm really high on for a breakout. LaVisca Chenault. Um, oh, yeah. It's looking like he could potentially be the number one for the Jags, which would be huge, especially if he can establish a relationship with um, Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. He was a second-round pick, though, wasn't he? Yeah. So, he's yeah. Um 58 catches, 600 yards, and five touchdowns last year. Definitely could see those all going up in a major way. Yeah. Just because of the quarterback play. They're going from Gardner Minshew, who cut off his mullet, and then now to like Mike Lennon. His value fucking plummeted when he cut his hair. Yeah, he's done. Come on, dude. So, LaVisca should be... Hopefully great, just because he's a playmaker in general. Yeah, I, I talked about it a little bit last week when I was saying, like, uh, Urban Meyer likes to throw in those little, uh, I guess, kind of trick plays or move players around to, or move his weapons around, like players that could do multiple things yeah. to get them the ball. That's LaVisca right there. It definitely is. He can, you know, he played running back a few plays in college, you know, did Wildcat. Just get him the ball, and he's going to... Physical-ass receiver, physical dude. Like uh, He's going to get his touches. He's going to get his targets, catches. Uh, I think, for sure, he's going to be a blow-up guy. Yeah, he's he's someone that, if I have my way, I'm going to uh, get a lot of him on my teams. But I think I only have him in, like, one league. Yeah, so... Uh, other than that, I feel like most of the other guys kind of, you know, did well. T. Higgins had a good year. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we could talk about Denzel Mims. Uh, sell him. Yeah. Uh, doesn't sound good for him. They bring in Corey Davis. Yep. They draft Elijah Moore. There was another receiver. Keelan Cole. I think Keelan they Cole signed. was the one that they were saying is doing really good in mini camps. So uh-huh. I just don't see Denzel really having a he was a was he a he was a second round pick right yeah second round so but he was a second round pick from previous coaching staff so this coaching staff they just inherited this guy Mm -hmm. but they also went out and or picked up two other guys that play the same position or about the same size 
Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Kind of says the belief isn't there. Don't take Mims. Don't let, just let him be on the waiver wire and redraft and see if he has any good weeks, and then go from there. Yeah. I don't think there's really anything to talk about with KJ Hamler. He shows flashes, but he's not going to get enough playing time to be fantasy relevant. No, he'll he'll be a good player for the team, but for your fantasy team, uh, look elsewhere. Yeah. Um. And the only other person that we could really talk about is Michael Pittman Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he was a second-round pick as well. He actually got taken before Jonathan Taylor uh, by the Colts. So, it's they believed in him last year. Yeah. So. Brought T.Y. back. Paris Campbell's coming back healthy. Yeah. Um, 500 yards. Um, 40 catches. And only one touchdown, which is kind of disappointing, especially with him being... Such a big receiver mm-hmm. at 6'4", 223. Hey, you remember Michael Pittman, though? His Michael, dad? Yeah, his dad. Yeah, I remember him. Fucking the guns, man. Ripped. Uh, but, yeah, it's he's one. He's I think he's the wild card of this whole 2020 draft class just because it's like I don't know what to think about him as much where I have an opinion on the other guys more. Yeah. It's just... He should have some, you know, he should, he should see a lot, you know, unless, because T.Y., we saw what T.Y. was last year. It wasn't anything special. Um, like, in drafts, he's going around Lockett, Phelan, uh, Debo Samuel, Odell, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Paris Campbell, if he's healthy. He showed a little bit last year. Granted, that was with Philip Rivers. We don't know how he will be with Carson Wentz, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's I don't know with Pittman because I mean we look at his. I'm looking at his game log: two catches, ten yards; four catches, thirty-seven; three catches, twenty-six; one catch for six yards; four for fifty-six. He had a really good week. Ten is it? Yeah, seven for a hundred and one. And then, you know, followed it up with a three for 66 and it was one touchdown. But then still two for 28. And that was on nine targets. Five for 46, two for 42, two for 19, three for 38, two for 28. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm not taking him early. If, you know, he gets to the end of your draft, I would take a shot, see what he does, how he looks in week one, go from there. Like I think the thing that you like to see from him, though, is that he's out on the field. Like, almost 80% of the snaps on, like, every game, Yeah, he was out there. So And he did have a good, uh, a decent game in the playoffs mm-hmm. against uh, Buffalo. Five catches for 90 yards. Granted, that was on 10 targets, so only a 50% completion percentage to him that game. But yeah. he has the potential to be good. It's just yet to be seen. He's the wild card for sure. You you know how you touched on rugs? What do you think about Brian Edwards? Mm, I don't know. There was a lot of hype on him going into last year. You know, he didn't do anything. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to... Third round pick, right? I'm going to be... Uh, I'm out on Edwards, to be honest. I'm, I'm taking chances on him. Um... He's alpha size receiver. He's a bigger dude. Uh, he's 
who else do they have over there? Fucking John Brown. Yeah. He's a speed guy. Yeah, but I mean, you know, just like this podcast, um, you know, the smaller guy's the alpha here. So I don't know if that <laughs> alpha size is really, really that important. Uh, uh, all right. Rugs, Brown, speed guys. This is your receiver that you want to get the ball in his hands to make plays. I don't think it is. I think that's just Waller. Um, yeah, that's kind of true. So I, I just, hey, I'm not, not, not in on Edwards. I'm gonna take a chance. That's fine. I mean, that's what fantasy is about—is taking a chance on someone you have belief in. I believe in him more than Renfro for Vegas. Well, that's a good point. Renfro is only valuable if it's a PPR league, full point PPR. But you know, I just. I don't really want to take too much shots on on the Raiders roster. I think, you know, Derek Carr is a good quarterback for streaming. Darren Waller is obviously one of the top three tight ends. Ooh, how, how do you feel about Jacobs? Uh, I don't like the situation, but I'm liking the draft spot. He's another guy that's going around third, fourth round. 23 years old. Because um, you're he, he's in that same range kind of with like a David Montgomery. And it's yeah. like, I like the talent a little bit more of Josh Jacobs than David Montgomery. So, Yeah. And he gets a ton of goal line carries too. So it's like, yeah, I don't you think like that shit. Kenyon Drake is really going to challenge him for goal line. I don't think he's going to challenge him at all, really. So, I think he'll take snaps away. I don't think Ness necessarily drake is going to be fantasy relevant Mm -hmm. so it's just hard to say uh i just yeah i we're gonna get into you know more talks about whose values whose sleepers whose steals and stuff like that but and he could become a value it's just especially because you know after that third and fourth round running backs become really scarce yeah it's it's like a kareem hunt James Robinson, Miles Gaskin. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so That's it. After that it's like Kenyon Drake. Yeah, and you're James Conner. Going to be taking chances Mike on Davis. Trey Sermon or Michael Carter. It's Yeah. Yeah, that's it's just if I have a chance to take him in the start of the 4th round or I don't know what receivers are going around that range. If it's between like him and Julio, I'm probably taking Jacobs. Yeah, just it would be like solidify that Michael spot. Thomas. Yeah, I think I would just I would take Jacobs in that, but like I said, we'll get more into like those players who are, you know, like we said, Jacobs and Clyde Edwards-Alaire are similar. They were both like first round picks last year, mm-hmm. and now they're sliding hard. So yeah, uh, I I think another thing that you mentioned early in the podcast was uh, like looking at the like the roster breakdowns and like points like that's another factor in how you draft yeah like if if the roster is start two running backs uh three receivers and two flexes or something like when it's a league like that i just want three solid running backs and then the rest like i'll just take a shitload of receivers then yeah because you're this thing is like you definitely need more receivers in a three wide receiver thing but there's gonna be better receivers later on 
you can get a LaVisca Chenault in the eighth round. Yeah. You're not going to get anyone that could potentially like break out that that heavy at the running back yeah, position. You're, you're getting like a Mike Davis. Yeah. Who Davis could be really solid, but there's not as much upside. So, yeah. You know, there's there's just a lot to look at. But yeah, who would you say is the most likely to be the let's just say the Henry Ruggs of this year's receiving class. Oh, just that kind of, you know, didn't live up to any expectations. I'm going to say, and I hate to say, but I think Rashad Bateman. Okay. Just because of Baltimore or? Yeah, because he got brought in so he could be uh, like a number one receiver there. But being a number one receiver for a team that runs the ball, Mm-hmm. A high percentage of the time, I don't know off the top of my head how many, or how many more times they run than pass, but it's probably a lot. But yeah, yeah, I think I would say he probably has the most risk going into this year. I think I'll just I was gonna think of someone you know more out there, but I'm gonna take the low hanging fruit here. I'll I'll just go ahead and say Kadarius Tony. Yeah, uh, just because he's got that you know. Smaller builds, kind of like a rugs, where it's like he's not going to be winning jump balls as often. And, you know, they have Kenny Galladay, who they just paid a lot of money to. They still have Darius Slayton. They still have Sterling Shepard. They have Saquon, who's going to get his targets. Evan Ingram, who's still going to get targets, you know. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and say Kadarius Tony. I don't want to make it e- too easy, but yeah. that's what I got to go with. What I gotta go with. No, I think that's the the safe the safe pick. Um, Pobs over here just throwing down on the yogurt. Now, if you hear that <laughs> little like you're like, what's that sound in the background? It's it's Paolo. He's he got himself a, a frozen plain Greek yogurt, just smashing on it. So <laughs> I was like, what's that sound? And then I just see Pablo over there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he goes to town on those things. So. The, what about running backs this year? Any any of the top running backs that you feel like uh, you don't really want to take a chance on or anything? I mean, what top running backs? <laughs> well, let's let's say the top three that were drafted. Okay, uh, like Harris, uh, Williams, Etienne. I'm willing to take Javante just because there's that good possibility that he could take over the starting one. I love Najee, so I think I would go ETN, if anything. But I do think in a PPR league, he's going to be valuable. So uh, I just don't think he'll be as valuable as the other two end of season-wise. How crazy do you think uh, the receiver that you said, Kadarius Toney, being the the person that wasn't going to live up to where he was drafted, uh, Jacksonville had him rated higher than uh, ETN. This I didn't see this report. Is this what they said? <laughs> the, so if the so, Giants hadn't taken Kadarius Tony, ETN would have been yeah, like uh, would have been not their pick. You, so what they showed was their draft board with the players ranked like with a score, mm-hmm. and Kadarius Tony had a higher score than. Than ETN. That's so crazy. if he was there, I feel like they would have taken him over 
I, I mean, I love Tony's playmaking ability when he has the ball in his hands, but we've brought it up. It just doesn't look natural getting the ball into his hands. So, uh, man, I, I mean, I wish he would have been there. That way James Robinson could have, you know, Fuck, man, just I know. Been, been the guy. But who knows? Who would have said that they wouldn't have taken Javante in the second at that point? Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah, because they had the... Was it the first pick of the second round, too? Yeah, because I think they took a corner, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... It's hard to say. I don't know. I just thought that was... That was some shit. I'm like, they really had them fucking rated higher. (laughs) There's some wild stuff around the draft. And also, why are you leaking your shit? That was that was a while back. Yeah, I didn't. I missed, their, I missed that one. They showed up, like their board with like their player scores on them as they were getting drafted. Yeah, so I don't know. Anything you got to say before we head out for the day? Uh, just wish your boy luck. Hopefully, no broken uh, elbow. Got that tennis elbow instead of some fucked up shit. Either way, I'm not going to the doctor. Oh, damn. I was going to say, if he comes next week in a big-ass brace, we're going to put it on Instagram. I'm telling you, man. I'm going fucking hol- holistic medicine. Holistic. Uh, rub some sage on this bitch. <laughs> uh, I, should take, I should probably just, you know, I got that bad live. I should probably go to the doctor's <laughs> just to get a check-in on it. Uh, but <laughs> other than that, you know, you know, shout out Hardcore Strong. Hopefully we have a full squad back next week. Uh, you know, we're getting ramped up for the season. I promise you, as the season gets near, you're going to see a lot more Instagram posts. You're going to see a lot more TikTok posts. You're going to see, you know, just a lot more activity in general from us on social media. So. Yeah, and if, if you guys are getting in some leagues and need some people in them, hit your boys up. I didn't say that. But possibly. I'm over here, Tyrone Bigum. Peer, just peer pressure. Peer pressure it is. But I need some more of them leagues. <laughs> But yeah, we'll be getting you ready. We'll be doing everything that we can. Um, Closer to the season two, getting more into redrafts. Yeah, we still got dynasty. Still got to get Troy King from a, uh, you know, he's blown up on Twitter re- uh, lately. You know, up and coming analyst. So hopefully you get have him on soon. But you know, we're just gonna we're gonna be kicking it, doing it some more stuff. You know, some fun stuff too. Some dream team ho- hopefully coming up. But yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back with you. Yeah, I need I need some dream team. I need some love me sexy. Yeah, we'll be entertaining you guys some more and more. But you know, until then. Did Did you play this because of the because of my my frosted tips? I it played H- a it HB, played a part. HBJ over here. It's HBJ. <laughs> uh, you would be a Joey Fatone. No. I'm obviously I'm the host, so I'm I'm Justin. I'm JT. I don't know. I feel like I see more of a Lance Bass. That's Chris. Chris is a Lance Bass. But anyways, we love you guys. We gonna get out of here. Have a good week. South Peaks. See you later.